welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in the show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to have you join us. I'm going to take the moment to put a little disclaimer here. I tried to catch my house on fire and inhaled a lot of smoke before (laughs) recording, so I apologize (laughs) if I have to cough a lot, but hopefully I won't. So today we are talking about the amazing drama that came out on Netflix. They dropped all the episodes and we all binged it in like 24 hours. My name, the synopsis is following her father's murder, a revenge-driven woman puts her trust in a powerful crime boss, a very sexy, powerful crime boss, and enters the police force (laughs) under his direction. Yoon Ji-woo, a member of the organized crime ring, goes undercover as a police officer and harbors cold revenge in her heart. Helping Yoon Ji-woo go undercover is Che Moon Jin, who is the sexy crime boss, um, of the biggest drug ring in Korea, whose true mood- motives are not easy to read. And we spend a lot of time trying to read those motives and replaying oh, scenes very over and over. So. <laughs> Especially trying to see if there are any like shirtless scenes or, you know, because I feel that I could really read his motives much more if they would have given us like an angsty shower scene. But we didn't need that. We didn't need that. I have watched the compilations people have made and him angrily taking his shirt off and stuff was was, I think. And then all of the super hot. It was so hot. (laughs) He wasn't the only uh pull for this drama there the the lead the female lead she definitely is something we will be talking about and one of the main reasons we liked the drama so it's not all about the sexy crime boss but a lot of it is about the sexy crime but it helps (laughs) it helps it helps (laughs) all right so as always we're going to start sharing why we started this drama and the first part of our discussion we're going to keep spoiler free as much as we can so I totally can't remember why I started watching. And I, I think I, I yelled rem- at you, go watch this drama. Yeah, I'm I can't sure remember I if it was you or if it was um, if it was Drama Geek or if it was both of you, because who knows? But I, all I know is I'm sure that one of you said, you need to go watch this. And, oh, yep, actually, I'm looking back. I have a text <laughs> message from KMU saying, go watch this. So, um, so yes. And so I did as I was told, and I binged the daylights out of this drama, just back-to-back episode watching. It was awesome. So that's how I started. How about you guys? Well, as for me, I definitely, this is totally my kind of genre. I'm really a big fan of revenge, gangster bosses, you know, that whole undercover thing, like... All of that is totally up my alley. So I was going to watch this the second I heard about it. And it just got better and better the more promotional material came out. And once you see how girl-focused it is, that was really exciting. Because usually we do not get female focuses when it comes to gangsters. And so I was totally in. 
it was definitely going to be watched. So I, you can, I have like, we have proof that I think when we were talking about what was coming up the last time I was like, no, I'm not interested in that at all. <laughs> and, and then I think within a week or so they had a new, um, teaser out. And then I was like, oh, this is nothing of what I was thinking it was going to be. And I'm totally in. And it had everything to do with um, the female lead and her uh, fight scenes. I was like, okay, this is not like pretend that <laughs> that she's going to be like infiltrating the police and all that stuff and that she's a part of a crime unit. This is real. Like she's really um, in there fighting and I'm I'm there for that. So that's why I started. Now, you guys finished binging like I got off work and I watched like an episode or two, I think. And then you guys had already finished. And I think I stayed up and watched almost six episodes before midnight. I think that was uh, Mr. Drama Geek was uh, out of town in a tournament. So I stayed up to like midnight or one trying to finish all of it, but couldn't. I was like, I can't do it. So I think I had the last two episodes, but I woke up and you guys were like, we're done. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like binge the rest of it and finish so that we could, I could then discuss. But I mean, once once you get through the first episode or so, it's kind of hard not to like keep going because I mean, it's not that long of a drama and it, the action stuff is then the story just kind of flows really fast and it's a really easy one to finish that way. So, so let's start off. Like we definitely had some great characters, but I think we can all agree that uh, the female lead played by Han Sohi who also was in Nevertheless, like, uh, what, a month ago? It feels like it was just on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she plays Jiwoo, who is a girl who witnesses her father be murdered by a mysterious man who's all masked up and in a bulky coat. And so she thinks it's the cop, so she goes to her dad's best friend, and asks him to help her get revenge, who happens to be a really hot gangster boss. <laughs> but as hot as he is, the whole story really is about her journey, finding revenge, her version of justice. And it is such an up, like an epic story. And it's something we don't often get for female leads. Because it's very rare that they're allowed to be total bad donkeys. So... <laughs> Um, so I totally like that's the, the style of fighting that they did in this was I'm, I actually, I didn't realize how squeamish I can be sometimes, but I, I'm not sure how much I like knife fights. Not, I like swords where they just kind of slice the skin a little bit <laughs> and maybe stab you a little bit, but like this is because they can't have guns in Korea. Um, they, fight with knives and they fight dirty and like she had to like cage fight style and she trained a lot you can tell like yeah of course she had a stunt stunt double but she really convinced me and there aren't a lot of uh Korean actresses that I watch and go no like she could kick and she had to convince you that she could kick a ton of people's butts all at the same time. You know what I mean? Like she had to be able to like fight all those guys and it'd be convincing that, you know, that she would possibly come out on top and she did a good job. 
and that the fight sequences the choreography for all of that that was part that's probably like the best thing about the drama in my opinion was was those scenes even the ones that where they rammed swords through their bodies that are not swords whatever the hatchets machetes i don't know what they use <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like it was not just a non-visual knife no. wound uh-uh. like there was a lot of stabbing and slicing and you know it was yeah they did de- they definitely didn't blur, the blur out the knives yeah it's not the goriest thing i've seen but it was very a realistic slashing fight scenes with knives. It wasn't a stylish, you know, dance kind of right where you see them move and it's all cool, but you don't actually see any consequences. Mm-hmm. You definitely see like gurgling consequences. <laughs> gurgling gurgling consequences. There were gurgles <laughs> coming out of wounds sometimes. Yeah. Well, so. and she doesn't she doesn't have to be pretty either. Like she literally is there only, there's only a couple of scenes in the whole mo- uh, drama where I felt like, oh yeah, they spent some time making sure she looked nice in that scene. The rest of the time, she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman, but like she looked like she was a cop who threw on her clothes and went to work, you know, or she looked like she was in a crime circuit <laughs> and was, <laughs> you know, whatever she was doing. So she she definitely like kind of sunk into the role. And I appreciate that. So for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she was definitely at one of the main highlights of the show. I loved, I loved the gritty like fight scenes and I actually um, ended up looking, (laughs) this is stupid, but I ended up looking up like, like I wanted to learn how to knife fight like that, not to (laughs) really do it, but just because (laughs) Because you know oh, me, no. I, was just, I was just researching. I'm sure the FBI is probably going to come to my house or whatever. But I was just curious, like, if anybody actually teaches that kind of, like, hand-to-hand combat stuff. Because um, just the – the it would, this was not a fancy, you know, choreographed dance. This was, like – it felt brutal and gritty and real. And I was just fascinated. And, you know, I love the revenge dramas anyway. Um, but this just was so, I mean, there were so many layers and we will talk about those later when we can offer some spoilers, but, um, honestly, wow. Like she blew me away. Like she didn't even, it felt like she didn't even worry about whether or not she was going to look pretty on camera. She just went for it. Um, and it sold it for me for sure. All right. Now it's time to talk about gangster and somebody had whoever did the outline came use i don't want to call him gangster daddy because i'm no he's not old enough to be my daddy he's old enough to be my opa and so that's what we're he is hot gangster opa okay <laughs> but he is old enough to be her daddy so yeah, um <laughs> i think that's more where the daddy came yeah. from yeah yeah he, our daddies would not be able to fight like that no <laughs> it'd no. be like i broke a hip <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah park he soon i he's been in a lot of movies and again when it comes to korean cinema i don't really get to watch that many of them and so i he just kind of came out of nowhere and after the first episode, I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, 
he just has that and I've watched him we we've discussed this among the group we've I've watched him in like interviews with his hair kind of down and he smiles and I'm like hmm not as hot still nice looking but there's something about his like he wore crime daddy suits throughout the whole time like he was always in his like gangster suits and he just every scene he just kind of like waltzes in and then you know he's gonna punch somebody or he's gonna like blow I don't like smoking but he does kind of look uh good when he's doing that in with in certain scenes and stuff he it just adds to his like I'm I'm a badass Sorry, no donkeys in this one because this is yeah, this is yeah, Netflix. He's fully badass. <laughs> yeah, it's Netflix. <laughs> it is. It's Netflix original. That's why the knives. Because like, do you know how many blurry knives they would have had in this thing? <laughs> That's probably why they were like, I don't want it this on lost network. All impact whatsoever. <laughs> yes, the screen yeah, well, would have been blurry. Every scene, every scene would have been blurry. It's like yeah. you know, there would have been, yeah. Totally. Oh, and the international audiences. Could you even imagine? (laughs) They'd be like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. So so he is, as I say, he is not necessarily the second lead or like it's, it's not set up like the traditional like K drama or anything like that. But I, and they never have any kind of like sexual tension between them necessarily. But he's definitely like the that he's his importance and then her importance and then the cop guy. They're all like the focus of the story, though. The girl is really the focus. But, you know, he he's just as important to her journey as everything else that happens. So, yeah. He is. I mean, talk about gangster Opa, right? Like just. (laughs) He fills the screen and I couldn't take my eyes off of him. And I knew in my heart, I knew he wasn't good, except that I wasn't sure. And I I mean, I went back and forth and I questioned my own morality a number of times. And then I was like, I don't care. He can just go kill somebody. Um, (laughs) Because it was or beat him up. It was really (laughs) hot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like he he's like. I mean, he's ruthless. Mm. Like, that's the only way to describe him. Yet, like, wow. Um, Yeah, he was, and he's a really, as you said, he's a central character um, in so many different ways. And so I I just, mm mm-hmm, yep, I like him. (laughs) Yep. Well, I love that one of the aspects that we're getting from Netflix doing its own dramas is that we're getting all of these movie star actors and these actors that maybe aren't the most idle pretty in Korea and they're getting a chance to really shine and bounce off the screen and we're discovering them because, again, we don't always get to watch all the films because we get some of them now, much more than we used to, but we it's still slim pickings when it comes to uh movies here in the US. And so I love that we got to see him. Uh we meet a bunch of characters in Squid Games that we don't always see. Um and I think the leading lady as well, you know, she's she's definitely coming into an international audience 
specifically where she's not doing the usual, I always have to look pretty, I always have to look stylish. You know, she's definitely going a different route on becoming famous, I guess is a way to say it. So I like it. I love the actor and I'm excited to see what he does in the future. All right. So let's fill out our awesome lead trifecta by chatting about the hot detective, Jean-Pil Doe, played by An Bo Hyun. He is an actor that's having a really big year in the K-dramas. Um, I just just finished a show that he's in, and he plays a very different kind of character in it. So um, we still get to see his beautiful sculpted abs though just want to say i think but anyway. in his contract i don't know i don't know that i've seen any drama with him in, without it i mean if you've got it flaunt it yeah. because yeah. he definitely has something worth showing off i feel like if i had that i would probably always be shirtless i mean <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> i would at least wear crop tops yeah let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> sorry i'm just anyway go ahead <laughs> so anyway i think he also did a very nice job in this show um i didn't feel that his character was as pivotal in the growth of the main character as as maybe he could have been or might have been. Um, but I did really enjoy him in this. I think that he did a very nice job. Well, I like that yeah. the writer had a story to tell and it was the girl's journey and it wasn't just like, oh, well, and let's add the guy in romance and, you know, a lot of things that you expect from K-dramas because that's what people want to see their favorite actor or their idols. And if they don't get enough time, then there's rampaging and complaints and boycotts. And so it's kind of nice to just be like, well, that's the story they were telling. And the guy is part of it, but he didn't need equal time. You know, I kind of like that. He did a very good job on what he did. I love that he was very level-headed compared to our other leads. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely gave some sense of like reality where the others just were very impulsive and emotional. And I think it was a good character that was there for when he needed to be there to move the story along. So I agree. I think if he would have gotten more story um, or screen time or, or, delved into him a little bit then it would have taken away from her story and that's one of the things that I really liked about the shorter episode count and the story they were telling is that they just really focused on her and yes the gangster Opa was a big part of that that story so he he did get a lot of time but like the cop he comes into her life he serves a purpose they have great chemistry and you know it he kind of, he is, he did a really good job with what he was given, but I didn't feel like he was shortchanged or anything. Like he, he was, he, he did a really great job and his character, like you said, was needed. So I, I think the way I looked at it, I think when we were talking in the recap is that, um, or not recap when we did the first impression or review or whatever you want to call it, but he's kind of your typical, uh, 
action movie love interest, but he's a guy, you know, like he, he's there, he serves his purpose. He did a great job and he didn't detract from her story, which happens a lot of times. So I was, I think he did it. And again, he's had a really great year. Like I, I just binged, um, Kairos and he had a really big role in that and did a, um, I think actually all the things that I've watched him in, he was, um, stretched in that role the most and gave the best performance I've seen so far, even though I really like him in Yumi Cells, he, he, he gave a really great performance in that one. But in the other one, I think he was, he had to be a little bit more diverse in the, the different scenes he was in and everything. So he, <clears throat> he's had, like, he went from, he did that. And then he also had, uh, what was the, uh, Ito one class he was in that. And mm-hmm. then he's in, you know, my name, he's in Yumi Cells and, um, I don't know what was he's, he was just cast in something else. So, or it was rumored to be cast in something else that's coming out early 2022. So again, he is doing, um, a lot of dramas and this was a really good, um, one to have in his catalog. So I love that there's so many breakout stars that are just getting their moment to shine now that there's so many more roles available for actors to take. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so this drama is all about revenge. Totally revenge-driven. So without giving yes. details, because we're still spoiler-free, do we <laughs> think the revenge story arc is well-used? And I think it really was well done. Again, it comes down to the fact that they cut out all the extras, so that was the focus. We didn't have, like, 10 episodes extra of filler where they had to develop relationships it's just about her revenge and finding out the truth and then if she can actually get justice. And I love that it was so tightly story. The story was so tight. So, and I, I thought that justice was served more or less as much as it could be when you're in a bloodthirsty gangster <laughs> world, that you know, you're not going to get your happy ever after every moment. <laughs> so See, and I am that outlier here because you guys love revenge stuff and I tend to (laughs) not like revenge. And the reason I don't usually like revenge is that you've got this person who, if they just kind of went about their way, they might have a decent life and it, you know, be okay. And then they just lose every, like they just put their whole soul out to, you know, out on the line and they lose everything just so that they can get revenge. And by the end, there's just this like shell of a person. That's why I don't tend to like revenge. This one, the way they set it up because she's so young when it happens and then her, she loses the only person that she had is, is her dad. She doesn't have much to lose. Like there's not much else. Like she didn't have a lot of pathways. And so I didn't feel like, she lost something that she could have had or something. I don't know. I like, I felt like the way they did it and the, the, her choices that she had that, um, yes, it was kind of, you know, sad that she didn't just go off to college and forget about it or whatever, but I felt they did a really great job. I was rooting for her the entire time, even when she was like turning her, like, spying on the cops and all but everything that she did I they made sure I knew exactly why she was doing it and I was there with her the whole time and was like yes get your revenge so <laughs> they, they did their job they may be bloodthirsty I, 
I totally agree. I um I prefer my revenge to be full revenge. Like I don't want them to redeem the bad guy. <laughs> I don't want a happy ending for everybody else. Like I want them to go all the way and you know get their revenge. So yeah. lose their soul in order to get <laughs> revenge. Their soul That's what I become want. a sh- yeah, become a shell of a person <laughs> and be <laughs> Just like, but I will say that I loved how this was just so focused on her story that everybody that came into the story really, you know, it was all to tell her story. Like it was all from her perspective and it all gave us um, every detail was thought out so that you could see the whole thing unravel in front of you. And I really appreciated that, that it was just, there was no filler. It was just edge of your seat the whole time. So now that we have set up the players, let's get into some specifics. So right about now, if you have a problem with spoilers, then and you haven't watched, then go watch, go binge it like we did, and then come back and listen to the rest because now we're going to spoil it. So there are a ton of knife fights and action sequences in this drama. Do we think they are believable? I think that our beginning conversations really alluded to this, but they were gritty and real. And like I said, I had to Google to see if I could learn how to do it. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I mean, just have this image of you <laughs> going to like rock the rock next rock. teacher conference thing. <laughs> Oh, night fight, Jen. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be wearing my crop top and, <laughs> and have my knives in my pocket. Back. You, you wait, but, gonna... but we won't be able to podcast in prison, so maybe don't go that route. <laughs> oh, I mean, my get my kids will get pulled in for wearing a t-shirt that has a knife, like on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> My husband works at a knife company and they had just t-shirts from with logos from that company. Honest to goodness, they got pulled in for it. So it happens. They're like wearing steak knife shirts or something and they get pulled in. Well, it was like Kershaw knives. So it was pocket knives. But yeah. Yeah. Shout out for Kershaw knives. But yes, they had to duct tape the picture of the knife and we got a letter when they came home. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so goodness. I know that you would probably get arrested if you went knifing <laughs> at your school. <laughs> oh, I mean, only in, my, only in my outside time wearing my crop top. You wait. <laughs> you wait when I come visit you. I'll be in the airport wearing my crop top. I'll I'll be taking photos and it might go up on TikTok. I can't make promises. (laughs) I need a dramas with a side of kimchi crop top stat. So, hey, if the Makane is listening, can you you get that into our red bubble or teespring? One thing I will say, and this is more about the cinematography in general, not just the action sequences. Um, The director definitely went with a darker palette on a lot of the scenes. It definitely had a lot of, like, not night all the time, but it was definitely darkened to kind of give it that grittier, you know, 
sweaty feel that you get from that show. And I sometimes just wish I could get it so it's a little crisper so I could watch everything in more detail. And so that is my only complaint I had. And really, I only really noticed it the first half of the drama. So they might have lightened it up a little the second half. But I didn't feel like I was struggling to see what was going on. I again, like even in the like the fight sequences and stuff, I wasn't like there's some dramas where you're like putting the screen right up to your face going, what the heck is even going on? I can't see, especially some of the sagas where there's stuff going, fights and stuff, and you just can't see anything that's going on. I didn't know. I don't remember feeling that way. It was more just like a darker filter and not so much during the fights as much as when a lot of the time in the first couple episodes when they're moving around or they're um, going through like the, uh, what do you call it? The the bars and everything mm. it'd be very dim in those gotcha and so but that's the only thing i noticed but the knife fights were very awesome and even someone in uh the discord has all like well sometimes they make it dark so you can't see what people are doing so you don't realize they suck at it but this <laughs> is not that fights. kind of show yeah, yeah when it's the fights yeah. you know and and they're kind of going, huh, 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 huh. And it's like, oh, well, you maybe they didn't Google the right knife fighting um, learning place or learning Obviously. center. Yeah. yeah. But this, uh, this uh, director definitely knew how to do action sequences. They were long filmed action sequences where it didn't cut to like five different um, visuals in a second to imp- imply that something was happening. Like you actually saw the twists and the stabs and it was very good. There's a very toxic gangster pseudo father daughter guilt ridden mess of a relationship in this drama. What did we love and was there anything we didn't like when it came to these two? And I have to say I loved how messed up his relationship with her was her because hers was very straightforward It was her father's friend. She was getting help from him to get revenge. That's where she was coming from it. Mm -hmm. But from his perspective, it's the man that he loved like a brother and loved him more than anything. And he killed him and he was guilty about it. So he took her under his wing and half the time he was using her and half the time he was trying to protect her and send her off to a beach resort. (laughs) And then... You almost got even, like, I wouldn't say a sexual vibe, but borderline sexual vibe. Yeah, on his yeah. I would say that. Yeah, absolutely. There was part. definitely like, that. Not on hers, yeah. but on his part, there was, like, a roller coaster mess of relationship issues with these two. And then by the end, when he's all like, I'm not going to do what's best for me. Screw it all. I need to be connected with this girl, and she's going to come, and we're going to battle it out, and... You know, it was like, is that coming from guilt, from love, from like, what is going on? And it's just insanity, Stockholm Syndrome, gangster, hottie (laughs) mess. I think that you're very, um, with the guilt mixed with his feelings for him. And then I think as she started, 
like moving up in the ranks and really showing what she could do. And like when she beat all of those guys when she was fighting, I think that's when it kind of turned into this like appreciation for her. And I think the appreciation is where it went into like the taboo, like, you know, like relationship for them to where, again, hers was straightforward. I don't think she ever felt like that. But he definitely, as she got older, because when she first came to him, she was a high school student. But like as he Mm -hmm. saw her become, turn into this woman who was, you know, carrying out all of these things very well and could fight and could protect herself and was, you know, good at her, her job, both as a police officer and although she, I think when she was a police officer, she didn't really care too much about like (laughs) what she was doing at first she was just kind of bulldozing through a lot of things but like I think that that is he he appreciated and like really was drawn to those aspects of her personality and everything so that's where I think it, it grew into this like almost obsession type thing where he I mean he was willing to run a car into the thing and you know Mm-hmm. get him put himself into harm's way where i'm sure there's probably nobody else maybe except for her dad before he knew of his betrayal that he would do that for her. so and it didn't feel like a daughter father feeling no. as it went on for him at least so well i think she definitely saw him <clears throat> as a as a dad replacement yes though. yeah yes, definitely absolutely. a father absolutely. figure for sure yeah so that's yeah, what it, makes it so like angsty creepy. and body. Well, yeah. they never show him <laughs> like, with women. Like they don't like there there was actually not I would say if there if I had a critique about the show at all, it was that there weren't that many women and she was one of the only ones that wasn't shown as like somebody on drugs or or whatever or in a the one scene where they go through the <clears throat> the bar or whatever. I think that was the most women you saw was all the women with the men in the bar. But um, yeah, <clears throat> you. <clears throat> you don't see him with a girlfriend, with a wife, with a like you see him with a secretary, but they, even that they don't really show them together in any way that you would think of them I think in a relationship. It, I think so, she was his lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that mm-hmm. makes it like she was his lawyer, not even a secretary. So again, but there, there were no under, like there was no undertone of like, there were, there was no tension between no. him and the lawyer. No, absolutely. I questioned partway through, I was like, am I projecting? Like, am I feeling <laughs> this? But, no. but I think it truly is that he was just really entangled, like yeah. completely by the end obsessed with her mm-hmm. in partially in a, like an ownership kind of way yeah. because he had made her, yeah. you know, like he would see her and in, in who she became is who he had created. Mm-hmm. And so there was like this weird, like God complex thing going on. But at the same time, there were definitely like, there was like a, I don't know, sexual undertone kind of nuance to it from his said his side. Right. I never felt it from her, but um and then like I said, I was like, well, maybe I'm like looking at gangster Opa and being like, ooh, he's hot. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah, so I think that boy, that was a messed up relationship. Just completely messed up. And she never 
like throughout the whole show, it wasn't until the end that she realized just how screwed up that was. Yeah. Um, oh, well, whether there was uh, sexual tension between them or that she felt it, or if he even had those feelings for her, the director wanted you to think he was sexy. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just us. <laughs> like, you know, they wanted that like, vibe because they're even the like the, one of their slow walk right well even one of their first fight scenes because i was re i was watching there are actually quite a few videos on youtube i will have you know that that are of him just you know doing all the different thing you know that he did throughout the drama but in one of his first fight scenes with her when he's teaching her to fight like his shirt comes open a little bit to show off the tattoo of course their their gang tattoo that they have to have but it wasn't just that. So again, even from the, almost the very first interaction they had with each other, the director was trying to show him not as a father figure in in our eyes when we were watching them together. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Messed up. <laughs> All right. So we often see poor cop skills in dramas. How did these cops stack up and did we have any issues? Um, so these cops weren't the focus necessarily like they kind of were a pathway to the like finding out like that he was the person that killed her and all that kind of stuff so I didn't really think about the cops too much yeah they were they didn't do anything that I was like oh my gosh you are the stupidest person ever like they didn't leave suspects and go to the bathroom so they could escape or any of those kind of things (laughs) or like I you know I don't remember them really doing anything I know she was kind of like a bull at the beginning where she totally screwed up their operation but you know I didn't see them as being stupid in the drama and again I don't I don't know that I focused too much the one guy that was her dad's partner or worked with their dad or whatever there was was sometimes where I was like why didn't you just do this or do that but I could kind of see why he he didn't have all the information so he was just kind of doing the best he could with the information that he had at the time and stuff so uh, I do think that toward I do remember toward now I'm like I'm kind of analyzing I do remember toward the end there was everybody kind of was stupid on the big fight down by the docks when they all kind of met up and then the cops were going to arrest him with what they were going to charge him with. I have no idea because they didn't have much to do with much proof of anything before that. And then they just decided to go arrest him during a knife fight. So they were going to what just arrest him for fighting out by the, the docks. I, that's the only part I remember. I was like, what? Okay. I'm just going to go with it. There were, shoving (laughs) knives into each other whatever what did you guys think of the cops there was the whole evidence thing like so she she went down and and got the evidence and then just like walked out of the building with it um and I was like I was trying to decide like is that was that a pro like you know did that show like a lack of of oversight like did they did they not like is that okay like I actually I guess I don't know like what cop protocol is but like they didn't question that like why did she come down and sign out the evidence and like put it in her pants and walk out or whatever it was um so I don't know I mean and there were a lot 
There were a number of things where, like, I was, you know, but like, like, um, Drama Geek said, I wasn't really as focused on the cops for, in this one. And as far as like their procedure, I was just so entranced with her story. For me, the one aspect that had me kind of like scratching my head was her whole father's undercover. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yes. It's like, okay. Like, so life. how long were you undercover? Right. Yeah. And who was watching your daughter when you were undercover? Right. And, you know, there was just like a lot of vague script writing on that. Because it was like, very they never white strokes. The distance, right? Like they never. Yeah. Like, I mean, it seems like after he died, they should have gone to her and they should have said, so your dad was an undercover cop working for us. And, you know, he he has this amazing pension because he's, you know, part of the, <laughs> he's a civil servant. And so you're going to be taken care of. So you don't need to join a crime syndicate. Okay. So it's going to be okay. Um, did but she you're stay right. Home like, to where they could actually, like, did was she at home for a while? Or didn't she just kind of, like, after it happened, just go out and try to find the killer and then she disappeared? Yeah, well, remember, she went in and she beat people up at school because they were uh, saying that dad was a bad guy or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, why didn't why didn't they say, oh, by the way, he would, you know, he had infiltrated the crime ring or whatever. Like, yeah. they should have done something. Yeah. I just or think like, you're right. It's crazy that he was undercover for like that long. And then, yeah, I, it's crazy. It just didn't quite make sense. Like the timeline of undercover concept Mm -hmm. or what was he undercover for? It's like, it looked like he was pretty high up and had a lot of (laughs) details about all this going on. And then we never really, he just was hanging out indefinitely. Well, and didn't the guy say, oh, the, the person who whose gun it belonged to he died like on his first day on the or like first mission or something when the drug I don't know there was some there was definitely some vagueness about how long because my only thought is that she originally lived with her mother for a very long time and he was undercover during that time and then she died any of that and then she died we have to like make it up exactly well and then he he beat up the cops that were waiting outside his he door. Did. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess he's really undercover really. because nobody in the police force knew that he was that far under. Yeah. You're right. right. That's a little, yeah. um, I was so yeah. focused on the, the tight action moving from one thing to the <laughs> next that I didn't even stop to think about that. And now I'm going to think about that. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. If if you think too deeply, just switch to the scene of him like walking in and ripping off his shirt, and then <laughs> okay. he'll be like, "Oh, thoughts are gone. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'd want to stay near him too." <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, so there was a bit of romance in this show, and did it work for us? And were we expecting more or maybe less? Um, so I was again forgetting for a moment that it was Netflix. And I was like, oh, oh my. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a, 
very steamy scene that they had. Um, And I don't know if I would call what they had romance or not. Like, and I will say that, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting that because I'd forgotten that we were watching Netflix and not, you know, TVN or whatever, you know, like where they, where we would normally not get all of that detail. Well, and it wasn't like, or maybe I glanced away. Was it full nudity or was it just like implied it shirtlessness? Was ba- it was her back. It was her full back. Okay. Like, well, and like the full shot of the, her backside. Like, so like the full back. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was pretty much like if you would watch it was hastily done. Yeah. They, yeah. But they didn't show didn't... her. They showed her from the side to where they didn't show her her top at all. And they didn't show anything on him other than, like, his side of his leg, I think. They showed us, you know, and then the fact that he didn't um, have anything on the side we of his leg. We saw his abs. Well, we, we did. We totally see, saw his we, abs. We, we, yes, we <laughs> saw his abs. But I'm talking to, like, more than what you would see in a, you know, TV. Because it's, it's regular it's television, you see that. <laughs> yeah, but it's the steaminess. Like, yes, it was yeah. the, yeah. I mean, there was, like hunger and you know they were like you don't always get that right and I was like oh my um and they show where she had burnt off her tattoo which was still like certainly seriously she burned (laughs) off her own skin yeah it's like that's a statement (laughs) I would have gone to a tattoo removal place if I was still alive (laughs) later on you know, no, you this can't was, get revenge was if you show. get sepsis. She needed oh, to sepsis. have proof that once he saw her naked, that she was not still in the, the, the crime I ring. I guess a giant, tri- a giant gang tattoo is kind of an indication. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing settled there. Yeah. Um, um, I was gonna say yeah. I felt that it was no, you wouldn't necessarily see it on the networks or whatever, but I still feel like the whole scene in general was tasteful. There wasn't anything where, you know, I, I thought it was a really well done scene. I think he's act the director. There's, I, and I, I didn't read it, so I don't know exactly what they were talking about, but like people questioning why he had to put that scene in there or whatever. Um, but I think it was tastefully done. They really didn't show anything. There was no full nudity or anything like that. And I feel like it was very, like, the romance itself was very similar, again, to, like, an action movie. Like, they, the adrenaline and all the action and the the, the running from, well, usually, like, in an action movie, you're running from somebody or you're whatever. Like, the bad stuff is happening and the adrenaline's going. You fall for somebody that you've, you know, known for four days. And you have sex. And then the next thing that we're about to talk about happens and that's the end of the relationship you know it's like you get one beautiful (laughs) night and that's it and then somebody shoots you in the head exactly exactly well (laughs) I really liked that they built a very solid like partnership and friendship between them rather than going in straight to the romance angle I agree. Because it definitely, and that made it realistic why she was going to give up on her revenge. Yeah. You know, she was was like, okay, you know, there's a different direction I can go. I have the support. Not necessarily romantic. I mean, it, it was turning romantic. Right. But at that point, I think it was definitely like just friendship, partnership, strong feelings, sexual chemistry. 
and it could have gone more, but then he got shot because our hot gangster Opa doesn't like to share. He doesn't. He does not. And he wanted to like push the push the um, showdown between them because he's kind of a sadist a little too, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> there was a whole lot right in that whole moment where he shot the guy. Mm-hmm. So, because, again, he didn't do it because, oh, I'm going to get caught. It's like, oh, this guy's taking her away from me emotionally, and I can't have that happen. So, bam. It was, was very tra- traumatized. I was shocked. Yes, mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was not expecting that. I know that, I mean, like, I just, I, I just was not expecting that to happen at that moment. I, I had a sense that, you know, not everybody was going to survive, but I just wasn't expecting him to just drive up and do that. Yeah, I agree. I it, Again, I felt like it, her being the last person standing didn't surprise me, um, but the way that... Staggering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no that yeah that yeah she was barely standing um didn't surprise me but the way that the sequence of events especially the the detectives um death like that was like whoa oh okay oh wow. yeah that was really and did fast. anyone else not expect the dad's old partner to survive I'm like, are you freaking kidding? Well, you left him alive <laughs> and you killed off our ab hottie? <laughs> like, oh my word. Oh, see, they I, I, was I understand why, yeah, but still. Yeah. <laughs> when he was um, just coming out of the coma or whatever, like, and I was just waiting for something bad to happen before he had a chance to tell the truth of like, you know, what who she was and you know who her dad was and that kind of thing I was because it felt like he couldn't quite get the words out and I was like oh my god he's gonna die (laughs) the only time the plot dragged you were like come on tell us I know (laughs) the one thing I did like I know that we've kind of talked about fight scenes but I love that final fight scene where oh, she yeah. went in with the gun and the mm-hmm. knife mm-hmm. and all her huh? skills and she took down a whole bunch of gangsters mm-hmm. to go kill gangster Opa. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that was such a great scene. Oh, it was really good. Even before that, when she took on the, you know, his second in command or whatever, mm-hmm. who um, oh. I originally had not expected him to be like, I'd gone back and forth in my head about like, oh, is he somebody who's trustworthy or not? Mm-hmm. Like, and then to find out all the details about, it, I was like, whoa, yeah. The, her her fight scene with him at the her apartment, that was yeah. really good. And he's a character we haven't really talked about, but he's also um, a hottie, and he <laughs> had some <laughs> he had some good scenes. He, I kept saying he looks like, and now I can't remember who it is. Something love it. What is his name? He was uh, thirty rock from the third rock from the sun guy, and also in Inception. Oh, uh, uh, Levi. Yeah, love it. Something. <laughs> you all know who we're talking about. You can look it yeah, up. But they're all like <laughs> screaming at it through the. <laughs> like I was doing to you guys when I was listening to the podcast from the one I couldn't record. I was like, I. 
it's a no you well now I can't remember the name it's another spring day or you are my spring that's what it is I was like it's you are my spring I know you texted you texted me anyway uh Joshua Levitt something or other I think is his name anyway he the the his so the ma gangster Opa, his second in command, he definitely went back and forth where you didn't know if you should. He now we don't trust him because we know he's not um, he's 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 in a crime circuit. So we don't trust him. But like whether the guys should trust him or not kind of went back and forth. But his character was very intriguing. And I really liked uh, how he played off of the the crime boss and I looked him up I don't remember if he's really been in a lot but he's another one I was like huh who is this guy so so were we shocked by the father's killer's identity and how did that last scene between our leading lady and the gangster daddy gangster daddy opa work for us (laughs) (laughs) um you guys can go you guys can go (laughs) So I wasn't completely shocked. I felt that I was not shocked, but I was satisfied with what it had to explain and get us to, to explain everything. So even though I had kind of guessed who the bad guy was going to be pretty early on, I still enjoyed the story and how we got from one point to the next. Um, Maybe around episode four or five, I was wondering if it was maybe his, uh, second in command, possibly. Mm-hmm. But then we, of course, learned that, no, he likes to kill people who betray him in person. So it, at that point, it was all kind of, oh, okay, it was what we thought. And I'm I okay with it. appreciate his commitment. You know, I think it's really important that you take personal interest in, well, you know, I mean, he's not just a big crime boss. Like, he's not afraid to get right in there and <laughs> and take care of his own business. You know, you have to kind of admire that. Yeah. I liked <laughs> that we got that scene when he did discover that his friend had betrayed him mm-hmm. and how oh, yes. emotionally Devastated. messed up he was. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. it wasn't like a simple, oh, crap, someone screwed me over. It was like his life just yep. shattered kind of there, you know? And so I like that we got that extra little bit as well, where we got to see how personal it was to him to feel betrayed at that moment. So. And it really showed like why his relationship with her was so messed up because he still loved oh, yeah. him, you know, yeah. like he loved his friend and he loved, like, I mean, it was, that was messed up, really messed up. So I think that, um, and then that that final fight scene, um, which you had alluded to before, where, I mean, she comes and she's brought everything that she's learned up until that point, And he taught her. Like, I think that, you know, like it was sort of like, now I am the master, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, <laughs> she came in and she's like, all right, let's go. Um I really did think that they were both going to like fall on top of each other dead. Mm. You know, I didn't think that she was going to survive that, but she did stagger out of there. So. Yes. Mm. I was a little bit tricked because when they showed the person walking away from the, the, her little peephole that had just shot her dad, 
I didn't think he yeah. walked like the gangster Opa. Like he didn't have that. Like, and it's probably just because he had just shot his like best friend, and so it didn't quite look like the. Because he has swagger. Like he walks into a room, and it didn't look the same. And so I thought it was the the other bad guy, the one that tried to um, assault her early on. That guy with the scar on his face. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was that guy because he the way he kind of tromped off. It just kind of looked. Like it wasn't our, and it's possible that they had somebody else film him walking away early on, just so that you didn't catch on to who I he bet was. They did, and so that's why I, I bet was, they did. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he's he, so distinctive. He, he has a very distinctive yeah. body and walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's why I was. I didn't. I knew he was behind it, but I didn't think it was him that actually shot her. But it worked out that way. He he's. He's definitely the kind where he gets his hands dirty. He gets in there. He's a part of it. He he's not going to like always put it off to somebody else. He's very passionate about his work. So he's <laughs> he's going to do it himself. But so yeah. <laughs> so all right. So how would we rate this drama and should people check it out? Oh my goodness gracious. I think you should definitely check it out. I think if you are, first of all, if you like revenge dramas, then you have to watch this. If you like action dramas, then, or mobster dramas or gang dramas, then this definitely is going to appeal to you. But honestly, even if you just want to see like, I don't, I mean, it's a, it's a female lead who just kicks butt okay she kicks ass like (laughs) doesn't even I mean you know we can't even bad donkey this like she was just (laughs) badass all the way through so I think that um it's well worth the watch and I think that it appeals to a wide audience um because it is so tightly written and I mean it's really popular on Netflix even now so um I think you'll find that even if you're normally, you know, now that people are all talking about squid game and, you know, things that you'll also hear at the, you know, at the office or wherever you are, that probably people have watched this as well. So it's a good one to watch just so you can also have that conversation as a K-drama watcher. It's kind of your duty to make sure that you're watching (laughs) the dramas that, that have made it to the mainstream. And I also completely agree. I loved it. It was really tight action show and it was a really easy watch. So even if it's not 100% your thing, you know, eight episodes and you're done. So yeah, give it a try. And again, if you're not into it by episode three, it's not your thing. You can dump it, but I think you'd be surprised at how many people would enjoy this show, even if it's not their genre. I agree. I mean, you're going to watch episode one and be like, okay, I can't handle that kind of fighting and leave. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to know if you can handle the show or not. Um, But even though it was very revenge driven, like focused, they did it in a way where it didn't turn me off. And I, again, don't always like those. And I'm not always the biggest on like gangster crime drug lord you know dramas or movies that I don't tend to watch those either so it just kind of filled this spot where if you like those things you're gonna like it and even if you don't like those things you might like it too 
especially if you like female leads who uh, can fight. So, <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or through our Patreon page. And the links, as always, are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.